Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Lieberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell. This is going to be a dual cast here today. If you're watching and listening on the Lieberland Show, you are hearing this before. All of my lovely dream chasers. Uh, dream chasers, I'm sure I probably did a little two or three minute snippet before you heard this one. But anyways, here we go. Two shows at once. We got the man of the hour ready to deliver the power, Grayson Lupus. And... Um, you know, I'm thinking about it, man. How did I find you? There's somebody in our mastermind who I think you were doing some work with. Uh, I don't even know if you're still working with him. I won't name drop him, but basically he's like, you should follow this guy on Instagram. And I followed you yeah. when you were, I don't know, as of this recording, I think you're probably somewhere between five to 10,000 followers. I remember, I remember back when you had like 1500, man, you're growing, you make me proud. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> but it's been cool to watch your journey and see the service that you deliver for your clients. I know you shifted gears um, a couple of times here as far as you know, for you, probably what makes the most sense for you and, and your clients. And I'll let you explain that here in a moment. But uh, before we dive further into what it is that you do, sir, I guess, uh, just give us a little background. I know you're from the Northwest of the US. Uh, are you like all the other cool kids that dropped out of college and started making millions? Did you go to school? <laughs> tell us your <laughs> tell us your life story, man. Yeah, man. So I originally actually wanted to get into real estate. I was not kind of a marketing guy to begin with. My first thing I did right out of high school, day I graduated, got my real estate license, was going to start selling real estate in the state of Washington um, while playing basketball at University of Puget Sound. Um, so I went there for one week to University of Puget Sound, um, went to one 5 a.m. practice at the end of that week. And uh, right after the practice, went to my coach's office. I was like, I can't do this. I'm too, <laughs> I'm too invested in business at this point. Um, I can't be playing basketball. I'm just not committed. Went to the dean's office, got a refund. Um, went afterwards, told my dad I just dropped out of school. Um, and then, <laughs> and so that's kind of how it started. That's great. Um, I didn't know you were a baller. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my background's in in hoops as well. I played even semi pro in in Central America for a little bit. But uh, awesome, that's man. cool, yeah. man. I I had a feeling that was the direction we we're gonna go with the life story. And I talk about it on Dream Chasers often, maybe Lieberland show a little bit. Uh, college is outdated, guys. I mean, unless you're trying to become a doctor or a lawyer, which I'm gonna just keep it real with you. I don't really have a whole lot of respect for most of those guys anyway. But like the way to create financial freedom for you and your family um, and be able to do what you want when you want. There's no faster way than entrepreneurship, uh, sales, starting your own business. So kudos to you, man, for figuring that out at a young age. Yeah, man, for sure. I, uh, yeah, so I, I went and I dropped out um, after one week, got a refund for my, I think it was like, it's gonna be like 30 grand a year or something crazy like that, which is probably about the same as a mastermind. Um, and uh Ended up moving to Phoenix because I kind of thought there would be a good opportunity here. Um, my fiance, well, my now fiance, was going to school still, and she wanted to finish. She played, she played sports and stuff. And so I'm sorry to your to fiance if I offended her on the college jokes. No, no, <laughs> yeah, she, she understands it too. Um, she's mostly going for sports, anyways. Nice. Um, How does she play? She plays lacrosse. Cool, cool, yeah. nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I moved to Phoenix. Kind of thought there'd be a good opportunity here in real estate, even though. I had my license in Washington, so I don't really know what I was doing, but um, decided I wanted to start buying big apartment buildings. And so I was like, all right, let's start moving forward in this dream. Um, then I got a mentor by, uh, I applied for a bunch of internships out here in Phoenix. Um, I ended up getting one about a year and a half ago. Um, and second I started working for him, he was like, you got to find a way to provide value to me, right? If I'm going to teach you real estate, you got to find some way you can get, provide value to me because I'm, you know, he's paying me money to work for him. 
And so I was like, all right, shit, what am I going to do? Um, and so I was like, I kind of had a background in social media. I built a following previously, kind of just doing like stupid, funny stuff on the internet. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take over all your social media stuff and pretty much your entire marketing team. And so he put me in charge of like a five person marketing team with zero experience. And I took over everything, email marketing, websites, Google ads, Facebook ads, content, everything. And you were how old at the uh, time of this? 19 or 18. I think I was 18. Wow. Um, yeah. And this is a pretty decently sized company, real estate company. Um, I mean, they own probably over a hundred million dollars of the real estate. Um, and so I was like, <laughs> my base, my job was basically to find them um, investors because they were a crowdfunding company. And so that's basically what I was uh, put in charge of was a five person marketing team. And so I, I kind of did a, a pretty good job. I just watched YouTube videos and kind of figured it out. Um, I did that for about six months. And six months later, he was like, we sat down in his office and he was like, all right, Grayson, you got a couple options here. You sound like you want to start a business because I've you know been expressing to him. I'm pretty entrepreneurial during this time. So he was like, you can either go that route or I'll offer you a six figure salary here. And at this point I was 19 years old and I was like, oh man, <laughs> it took like a couple of weeks for me to just sit down and like, think about what do I want to do here? Cause six figures at 19 is a lot of money, but also I felt like I had enough skills to go start a business and uh, I ended up turning it down and started my marketing agency, basically doing what I did for them, but for a bunch of clients. Can we um, break down, um, and really zoom in on the thought process there and how you went about at age 19, um, turning down a six, a, a six figure salary, because I mean, complete Bravo and kudos to you. If that, if that was all you on, on making up your mind to, to say no to that. And I'm sure whoever the person was is a great person giving you the offer. But I mean, that that's something where I, I think, man, if I was in your shoes, I probably at that age would have taken it. So did you have a, a, a mentor or someone that showed you the yeah. potential of where you were going outside of that? Yeah. So I'm actually going to a, a Diamondbacks game with him tomorrow. We're, we're still good buddies. He's an awesome guy. Um, he's James, his name is Jameson Manring. He's out of uh, Neighborhood Ventures in, in Phoenix, Arizona. They crowdfund real estate. Awesome company. Um, but I kind of was like, I took probably about a week to really think about it um, because it was a really good offer. Right. And uh, I really thought about it. I had made a lot of connections working there because they work with a lot of wealthy people. Um, and so I made a lot of good connections in the real estate space and just outside, just in the business space. Um, and I figured if I could just get like four clients that each pay me 2000 bucks a month, that'd be the same amount of money that I'd make at the job. And I'd be able to have freedom, time, freedom, and do what I want and potentially have the opportunity to make more money. And so I really thought about that. And I was like, do I think I can get four clients in the next, like, I don't know, three to six months. And I was like, I think I can do it. So I bought a course on how to start a social media marketing agency and uh, ended up turning it down and took it off from there. So, Wow. Wow. Okay. And so um, I know I mentioned uh, if you could possibly maybe pull up some of your videos to share with our audience who are watching right now. I want to show yeah. you guys some of Grayson's uh, work, just the quality of his work, I think will kind of show you the direction we're going here. But I get, you know, I get entrepreneurs reaching out to me all the time. Hey, um, who can I use for cat like captioned videos, right? Like everyone wants the yeah. cool flashy captioned videos. And there's a difference between having, you know, some like, you know, whatever, $20 a month AI thing, do it for you or yeah. work, you know, working with someone who's in your realm. Yeah. So and I think it's, it's actually less about the editing, the quality of the videos. It's, it's that stuff is like, you don't really need any of that stuff. It's more about 
you know, are you speaking to your audience? Are you putting out quality content and are you getting enough traction? Um, it's less about like, Hey, what's the best caption you could put on your video nowadays? What's the best, whatever, right? As long as you put out quality content, value driven content. Um, I think the captions and all that crap doesn't even really matter anymore. Um, but yeah, I'll show you guys my kind of my Instagram account. If I share my screen here, can you see this over here? Looking good. Yep. Yeah. So this is kind of just like my Instagram account. I try and keep it pretty aesthetic just in case, you know, someone comes on my account, they know, they know I'm legit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is kind of what I do. I, I help online coaches and content agency owners turn their personal brand into a 30 K a month profit client acquisition system. That's kind of what I do. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching only. I don't have a group coaching program, nothing like that. No mastermind, just all one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Um, and uh, honestly, a lot of the guys in your real estate group, if they've you know, done you anything did, um, I think I think I see it there too. I saw one you did recently about done with you versus done for you. Can we play oh, that yeah. clip real quick? That's a great clip that you did there. See, where is that one? Uh, uh, done with you services. I think that's it. Oh, here it is. Yeah. They're all... Yeah. Or you might have to, um, because I, I know I threw you on the spot there with the screen share. You might have to stop the screen share and then reshare uh, audio. Oh, okay, yeah. Let me. Uh, but anyway, about you guys are about to get get some live uh, mentorship in a quick video if you're thinking about <laughs> becoming the next Grayson on this one. Can you uh, hear this or no? Uh, let's see. Uh, it's coming through a little choppy, but dude, you got you got the caption, so let it let it roll. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We'll just play like a, the first like 20 seconds or whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of just like a little taste of, of what I put out. Um, I basically just make a ton of content about um, pretty much the online business models, which are coaching, consulting and service-based businesses. Um, yeah. So talk about, talk about that uh, on that, on that video, then the done with you versus done for you. And I know you've got, you guys go to his, his Instagram, you can scroll through all of his other content um, it seems like you found the sweet spot, especially for where you're at right now, which is you're, you're, are you, are you work, negotiating equity, uh, with your clients? So that way you guys are both bought in the same or talk, tell us about your one-on-one -on -one model and how people yeah. can work, can, can work with you. Cause it's starting to sound like a little, a little, uh, Alex Ramosi jr. Over here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when everybody, anybody starts like an online business, if you have zero experience, if you have no expertise, um, even when you're starting in something like real estate, if you have no expertise, you know, you have to generally start with some sort of labor, manual labor, service-based work. Um, and obviously, cause you don't have money to leverage, you don't have experience to leverage. And so you have to leverage something. And so when you're starting a business, usually you leverage service-based, you know, things like what I did was video editing. Um, I did, you know, content done for you. I'd post your videos, edit your videos for you. Um, I even write your scripts for you. Um, and that's kind of how you have to start because you have no experience. You start from scratch, right? Um, but eventually what I've kind of pivoted to once I had experience and I had knowledge and I knew how to acquire clients um, and kind of got the, the basics of running a business. Now, instead of doing it for people, I do it with them because it's a more scalable business model, right? Instead of 100% of the responsibility being on me, the business owner, um, working with the client who has 0% responsibility. Now it's like 50-50, we're working together to get there. And so I can work with, you know, twice as many clients. Um, and they're probably going to get better results because they can do it the way they want to do it. So that's kind of what I pivoted to is really helping people, um, coach, coaches, consultants, agency owners scale their business using content like the, the content I just showed you. Um, kind of a mix of like paid ads, organic content um, together. 
Um, but that's kind of what I focus on now. And we actually work with a lot of real estate coaches too, people who, um, people who sell, you know, coaching programs on how to invest in real estate, how to raise money, things like that. So. Nice. Nice. Um, a lot of, so a lot of our clients, um, are kind of stepping in SAR. I'm talking about Raise Masters for everyone listening right now. If you don't know, now you know, go to raisemasters.com for more information. Unofficial, official sponsor of our show here. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we've got several clients uh, that have real estate companies more focused on the capital raising side, and they're either realizing or have already realized, I got to start building out my educational branch. I got to start building out my content. And so for your, you know, I'd say our average client is someone you know, I actually you know it really, it really does vary, but someone who's, we'll just say raising millions of dollars to acquire real estate assets. Uh, do you have any idea, you know, what that, what that process would kind of look like if, if you had a chance to have a zoom call with them, get to know them? Um, would that be the situation where you would, you would basically become a branch of their company? What would that look like? You mean for them to start building out their educational branch, like some sort of, yeah, I'll use an example, uh, uh, we'll say, um, green, green capital out of South Carolina, they're like, man, yeah. we know we need to get our education up. Uh, I'm sure whoever the face of the company is, whether they, it's, it's typically reluctant hero, people don't want to be the face of the education, but like you have to normally to, to yeah. bring people in. Um, and yeah, like, Hey, Grayson, you know, we want to start building out our, our educational branch. I'm going to be the, the guru, the coach. Um, yeah. How do we do this? Yeah. So Typically, it's like the people, like you said, sometimes people are reluctant. And they want to stay rich and anonymous, right? Um, and in my opinion, I like to think of it kind of like a, in a different way where it's like you're kind of doing a disservice by not sharing your your expertise and knowledge with the world, right? Um, and so the, for the people that are like unwilling to put their face out there, I think it's kind of doing a disservice. And so that's why that's kind of how I overcome that objection typically. Um, but let's say Green Capital, they're out of, you said South Carolina. South whatever. Carolina, yeah. Um, yeah. And they want to start building on educational branch, showing other people how to do exactly what they're doing. That's typically how it starts is like you learn something, you have a skill, you have a business. Now you're going to teach someone to do exactly what you did. Um, and the cool part about that is it's a double edged sword. Not only are you going to teach people how to do what you're doing and make great money doing it, but you're also going to attract more investors for your company. You're going to attract more people that are going to want to invest in the current company you have. And that's what they're after actually is the more investors piece. Sorry to cut yeah, you and that's what a lot of people are after. And that's a lot of the clients that I still have in, in my agency are people that want to raise money, right? And social media is like becoming the way to do that. And so if you want to start building it out, people think it's a ton of work and like they see all this content people put, put out and it's like, oh my gosh, they're probably spending eight, 10 hours a week on this stuff. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. Um, the way that I structure things is in terms of content, I probably, I put out a crap ton of content. Like if, you, if you're following me, you're going to get bombarded with stuff. And I probably spend two hours a week on it, right? Um, I sit down and I talk about what I already know. I'm not trying to research things. I'm not looking at, you know, articles and pulling statistics. I just talk about what I already know. And so if you already have green, if you're green capital and you already have a business, you have a ton of expertise you could share um, just out of your brain. All you have to do is press record while you do it. Um, and if you have a team, an editor, um, someone to post the content, you know, that could cost you three to 500 bucks a month if you get someone overseas. Um, it's not that hard of a process. In terms of the actual education piece though, like how are you actually gonna teach people? That's also a part that some people are scared of. Some people are like, I don't wanna have the time to take out and actually coach people. And some people feel like they have, you know, maybe what's it called? Like an imposter syndrome where they're like, I don't know if I'm good enough to, to teach somebody. And in terms of the time, you can make 
um, like the way that I structure things is typically one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so let's say worst case scenario, you're going to go one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? Oh, I'm treating my time for money. That's terrible. If you were to take on say 50 one-on-one -on -one clients, sounds ridiculous, right? Bi-weekly 30, bi 30 minute calls. So one hour of fulfillment per client per month. So you're working about 12 hours a week, you know, and if you charge 2,500 bucks a month, you know, 50 times 2,500, you do the math, you're making great money over a hundred thousand dollars a month and probably a hundred percent pure profit. Cause that's what coaching is, um, for 12 hours a week. So I'm not saying you got to take on 50 clients, but in terms of service fulfillment, it's a pretty simple business. Right. Um, you're just sharing right. what you already know. Yeah. And it sounds like, um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, you've got, you've got a framework for someone who, if it, it just sounds like whether you're at square one or square 10, um, you should probably consider reaching out to Grayson, right? Cause he has a blueprint that works. So the only, I guess the only question after that is uh, what is your cap as far as clients and um, is your plan to basically just increase your, your, your rates as you grow or how does that happen yeah, with, so with the one-on-one? -on -one? Cause that's, that's definitely the only hurdle. I feel like that, that could be there for you. Yeah. Are you talking about in terms of like me or just anybody doing one-on-one -on -one coaching? Um, for I for you and for anyone considering doing yeah. it, but yeah, how do you how do you because yeah, so, uh, you have a limit, right? So what's your limit? Yeah, exactly. My my limit that I'm kind of putting on it is fifty clients, um, and so I I typically charge anywhere from fifteen hundred to two grand a month for one on one coaching, um, and that's biweekly thirty minute calls. And so if you're thinking about structuring it the same way I am, you know, you can kind of do the same thing. Um, but yeah, so my limit is fifty clients. As soon as I get to that point, I'm gonna probably raise the price and get a bit of a wait list going. Um, I'm not quite at 50 clients yet. We launched about three weeks ago with the one-on-one -on -one program. Um, so I haven't been doing it that long. Um, we've already, we're already over 10 clients though. And so we're probably going to fill up in the next couple months. Um, but yeah, it's, a uh, in terms of like other people, you know, in the same business model doing the one-on-ones it, uh, it's definitely doable. And some people even just go to a group program. Like that's also an option. I'm sure that raise masters is an awesome mastermind. I'm sure you guys have a lot of group stuff, right? Um, and people still get a ton of value at a, at a group programs too. And that's even more leverage. So, yeah. The, and we have a, we have a, a bit of a, we definitely have a one-on-one -on -one component to what we do. Awesome. Um, but I think that what you do, um, I've got some, I got some clients for you, man. So you guys, if you're listening to this, <laughs> it, it just act quick, right? Cause he's right. I think that that 50 will fill up pretty quickly. Um, we do have someone in our group who we we've driven a lot of traffic to on the social media front and and she's awesome. So uh, yeah, there's definitely that opportunity there, but what I like about talking to you and getting to know you is I, I, I know that if I send someone your way, they're going to, it sounds like they're going to get Grayson, right? Like there's, yep. how big is your team though? I'm sure you got people helping you, right? So how big is the team? Yeah. So the team on the agency side, I kind of view that as a separate business, but on the coaching side, um, the cool part about what I do and the same thing that I teach other people is that you don't need a big team um, in order to do this, right? The fulfillment is pretty much you. And so the way that I structure it is it's me, what's called a, an appointment setter, basically just a, like a sales team. And you really only need one person um, and then someone to do the content because that's the that's the way you get traffic. So traffic, a way to convert the traffic and then fulfillment. That's pretty much the whole team you need. Once you you know start building out group programs and things like that, you can bring in other coaches and things like that. But that's really only once you get past like 100K a month. Um, until you get to that point, which if you get to hundred K a month, you know, some people are like, I'm happy with this. I don't really want to you know, <laughs> push further. 
Um, and some people, if they want to keep pushing, you can bring on coaches, you can bring on more closers, appointment setters, but to start to get to hundred K a month, three people is all you need. You, a sales guy and someone to get traffic and that's it. Love it. Um, I'm relatively act active in the crypto space. And one thing, a phrase that gets thrown around often is when Lambo, right? Like everyone's shooting for a Lamborghini, W E N Lambo. So for you, my question is when book, because I don't think you have a book out yet, but obviously it sounds like you're heading that direction. So What's I don't know, like man. I, uh, I think, I think in order to write a book, you have to have a lot of kind of like unique knowledge. I could be, I could be a complete limiting belief, but to me, I feel like if I was going to write a book, I'd want to put out something that only I could put out, right? Like knowledge that only I have. And I feel like I'm getting there to where like, not a lot of people understand this model that I just talked about. Um, and not a lot of people understand how simple it is to really start it. Um, so maybe, maybe soon, I guess once, I don't know, I guess the only thing stopping me is time right now, but sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I like that. And, and Hunter Thompson, um, who I work with over at Raise Masters that really the, the, the founder, he took 10 years before writing the book on raising capital. Right. So I guess to your point, no rush. Um, I actually like that you've realized like, okay, maybe I need a little bit more time before I before I do it. But yeah, dude, <laughs> what I'm hearing, there's definitely yeah. a book in store at some point. And I think, I think at the rate of which I'm learning things right now is very, very quickly. And I think that if I were to write a book right now, I'd probably be in six months, you know, 10 times further ahead than I am right now. And so um, I think if I were to write a book right now, I'm kind of on this exponential graph type of thing right now. And so um, maybe once I get to a bit of a, a plateau and in a good spot, um, then I'd think about writing a book or something like that. But I'm I'm still on that exponential growth chart. So I want to oh, wait till I get there. But <laughs> yeah, stay on that. We're all we're on that exponential vibe over here at, at Dream Chasers and Liberland. So oh, yeah. um I think you you actually you mentioned some of your rates there, uh, real quick, just to circle back. You said you're somewhere between fifteen hundred to two grand a month per client. Yep. And that's until I get to, to, to 50 clients. Um, and then after that, it'll probably go up because I'm going to start to get a wait list going. Um, I just want to yeah, say, I just... think that's based on the work that I've seen you do, ladies and gents, I think that's very reasonable. Um, so if you haven't hired or even have thought of hiring someone like Grayson, you've got my vote, dude. <laughs> You're going to say something <laughs> else it, there. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Did you yeah, have, I think I charging... Go ahead. What was that? I cut you off there. So I was, I was going to say, just go ahead. You had another thought you wanted to share. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think, I mean, I think anybody can even take this model that I'm talking about and, and emulate it for themselves. But I think charging here and giving value here um, is always the way I want to do things. And so between 1500 and two grand a month for the first 50 clients that I take on one-on-one. Um, and then after that, obviously, you know, time is limited. And so I will probably raise the prices and I'd, I'd recommend anybody else do the same thing too. So. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, this is going out on the Liberland show very soon. Dream Chasers, if you're listening, I think this is probably, I don't know, maybe two weeks after recording today's April 19th. So uh, we'll see where he's at in the pipeline. But uh, Grayson, could you give uh, our audience, I know you you showed, we showed your Instagram here earlier. I just want to make sure I get it right. What's your Instagram so that way everyone can go follow you? Yeah, my Instagram is at Grayson Lupus. So G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-L-O-U. P-A-S. You can go search me up on YouTube, Instagram. I'll I'll probably I'll pretty much pop up anywhere you search my name. So love it. Um Grayson, if you could talk to yourself again at age 18. I'm trying to think of when at 18. I guess before you even went to that first basketball practice, <laughs> uh, what would you say to the younger version of yourself? 
That's a good question. Um, I think I'd probably tell myself um, to really think about what you want in life, um, which is kind of a deep, a deep thing to think about. Um, but uh, I feel like a lot of us, we don't really take time to think about what we truly want. And uh, we start chasing something that uh, doesn't align with, you know, where we want to be. We look at people on social media and we look at all these billionaires and we look at their content and we're like, we think we want to be them. And uh, in reality, most people, they want something different than the people they watch. And so really take time to think about what you want with your life. What do you want to do? Who do you want to spend it with? Um, I think those are the most important questions. Um, and then you can make a game plan based off that. But Love it. I got to I got to do it. And if you want to flip it back on me and put me on the spot too, you feel free to do it. But I got to ask you, man. So what is it? What is it that you want now? What's your what's your burning desire? Yeah, I think uh, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, and uh, I guess the number one thing for me right now is becoming closer with God. That's like my biggest number one focus right now. Um, I think of all the things that I could do, that's probably the most important. And it's obviously a lifelong journey. It's not like I'm going to get there one day. Um, so I guess that's number one. Um, but in terms of like the, you know, logistical stuff in life, um, I'm getting married this July. So that's going to be, that's going to be fun. I'm traveling the world man. with my fiance nice. right after that. Um, and, uh, kind of just building my, uh, building a business that, that I enjoy, um, and that kind of supports my life and not the other way around. I think a lot of people build businesses they hate, which is kind of what I did when I first started. Um, and, uh, building something that you really enjoy and something that really supports your life and your goals rather than the other way around. So love it, man. Love it. Um, I'm what about you, man? There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. that's really cool. I like that you, uh, you lead with your, your journey getting closer to God. I think, um, I can, I can relate in many ways, just always on a, on a never ending spiritual, spiritual journey. Right. Um, it's been really cool for me. I'd say over the past, like three to four years of my life in particular, to also just see how other um, religions and people from around the world view view what they view to be true. Because I grew up, uh, you probably seen the Dream Chasers logo. There's a cross in there. It's part of just it's part of who I am, right? Like I was raised in a Christian household, but I've just found so much value in learning how other peoples get connected to their to their what they view as the Creator. So continuing to go, go down those rabbit holes, expand my mind, my mind, be less judgmental to others. It's that's a continuous journey, right? But yeah. um, also, uh, you know, living a life where we can do what we're doing right now. We can do this from anywhere in the world that we want to. I couldn't ask for anything more than that. And so, um, you know, we just we've got a six month old around the corner talking about number two. So I don't know how how crazy the travel plans will be over the next few years. But, you know, the cars will always be a little bit of a international family. And so, um, yeah, man, congratulations on on tying the knot. It's a big step. Thanks, man. Yeah, you still got to make your way out to Lieberland, though, even if you can't travel with the baby. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> I was there, um, and actually, because we're on the Lieberland show right now, got my got one of my Lieberland flags here, guys. Wave it, wave it, yeah. far and proud. And we just had the <laughs> the Lieberland uh, eighth anniversary. So this is actually kind of like the eighth anniversary episode. Now I think about it, but I was at Floating Man, and I'll get you an invite to this. Who knows? You might be in the middle of traveling the world during it. We have an annual summer festival in Serbia called Floating Man. So I'll, I'll send you the link on that. And for all the Lieberlandians, listen, you know, uh, floatingman.ll.land is the URL for that one. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Grayson, great chatting with you, having you on the show. Guys, again, uh, go on Instagram. It's his name, Grayson Lupus, right? No other characters in yep, there. Yep, that's it. Right. Yep, I answer all my DMs. So He does. 
that's how we got him here. Instagram DMs, how we got him on the show, <laughs> folks. So, yep. um, Grayson, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. Appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it, Adam. Liberland, Dream Chasers. We'll see you in the next episode. Remember, and all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.